Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. Well, I'm in the Halloween mood. Good. And uh, I found some music that I think is is a little, not spooky, but just um, on the odd sort of side, but also kind of space age bachelor pad. And so we're starting with the Aqua Velvets and their song called Martin Denny-esque. Esque? Like yes, Esquire? It's, it's almost like Martin Denny, but it's not. Is it Esquire? It's Well, it's we're hearing it right oh. now. Oh, it's lovely and spooky. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's spooky. And then, and then we're also going to hear uh, Kenny Sasaki uh-huh. and, uh, and a tune called Fever. And another one from Kenny Sasaki and the Tiki Boys called Jill the Spy. And then one of my favorites, Herb Alpert's Tijuana Brass, A Taste of Honey. Now, this is one of those tunes mm-hmm. that you just... You picture the opening sequence of a movie and they're there it is. they're doing silly little things and running around and all racing to get someplace at the same time. And this is what that song makes me think of. Is it's the a classic. Fever one just a remake of the classic Fever song? Uh, no. Okay. No, it is not. Uh, and then uh, there's another by Kenny Sasaki. Can you tell him in a mood for this this yeah. week called At the Tiki Bar? So that's what you're hearing now. And see, I've told you. I told you in order so you can figure out what you are listening to. Let's see if he plays them in order. Well, we got our music, and so now we have to have a cocktail. Of now, course. the listeners, if they've been listening to the last couple shows, know that I've been playing with my Halloween cocktail, or what is going to be a punch. Mm-hmm. Now, I have two different versions of it sitting in front of us. And it doesn't have a name yet, right? It does not have a name, but it will be some kind of a Halloween punch. Now, I want you to try uh, the version that you have first. Okay. And I, you know, just sip, and what do you think? I like it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you sense anything in it? Lemon. There is. Well, there is lemon. <laughs> and that, well, that's because there's a garnish floating on top. It a kinda... lemon that is dyed kind of black. Otter pop? Mm-mm. There's something popsicle in there. There are some sweet things mm-hmm. in there. Now try this one. Exactly the same, but mm-hmm. I added one thing, and I haven't, I haven't decided which one of these is better, but I think we're pretty close. I like mine. You like yours better? Mm-hmm. So let me let me let me try a sip of yours again. This is what people do at bars. You trade drinks and you give each other herpes. I do. I like yours better too. All right. What's so the I extra one in this one? Blood orange bitters. Mm. So this is a there's a pomegranate and lemon juice and uh, kilo kai spiced rum, which I find is really working for me. I knew I needed a spiced rum in this, but the kilo kai because it has well, it comes in the black bottle with the skull and crossbones, which is just which is perfect lovely. for Halloween and. Well, it has that odd note in it that you just don't find very often in rum or spiced rum, and it's like that that root beer, almost just a touch of licorice something in there mm-hmm. that you maybe can't quite pick it out, but if somebody says it, you go, oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that's in there. Hmm. Well, maybe you should ask listeners if they want to think of names for you, since we can't seem to think of one this year. So it is a deep, deep purple, mm-hmm. and in a punch bowl, yep. uh, it's going to look nice and black yes, when the lighting is. is low. So. I think I've got the color and the flavor that I like, and I'll give the actual recipe out soon for the listeners. So you've got you've got your drink, and you've got some music, and we've got some nice things to talk about this week. I hear you even brought a post-it. I did. That should be more than usual that you get from me. <laughs> that, that's true. So, well, I'm going to go see what I can do to find the mail sack. And my post-it. And your post-it. You're going to have to find your own well, post-it. I it's don't, lucky I remembered that what I, I wrote down. I don't see why I should have to find your post-it. Let me go through my purse. But I'm going gonna, gonna to find the mail sack. We're going to do a little bit of mail. And then uh, we've got so much more to talk about. So hang on and hold on. 
Tiki mail. Hmm. I don't know what to say about your sack. What if I? It's flimsy. What it's if only I got hold one it thing in front in of it. you? Oh, it feels like it would hurt. That's really not. I mean, lotion is in order I mean, for just, that. This is the first one. This is the first one that I have here. Well, I. I don't know. I. I kind of like reaching in and, and grabbing things like that. I know you do. All guys I, do. Well, this is yeah, true. This no. is true. Don't the try first, to argue it. The first email oh. uh, comes to us. Uh, from a listener who has been listening well for quite some time. His name is Jonathan, and he says, Hey, Sunshine, I caught a portion of last week's show. You were just wrapping up a profoundly goofy diatribe on religion and conclusions of which I more or less agree with, but the associated comments on geopolitics was profoundly uninformed, and <laughs> I thought I heard you contemplating a New York trip. Now, see how he kind of says three quick real little things in there? I don't even remember the show last I'm pretty week. Sure, I'm pretty sure what Jonathan is saying was uh, uninformed, and as I was uh, editing, I did notice at least one thing I said that was incorrect, yes. and it was over uh, U.S.-Israel relations, I, I believe, is what Jonathan may be talking we, about. We talked we were about also that last about, week? And we were talking about 9-11. I yeah. don't remember. Was I here? Yes. Well, I thought we talked about schools and parenting. Well, that was last week, but he was just catching up on that episode, which was two weeks ago oh. for us, but one week ago for Jonathan, you know. Okay. It kind of all works out that way. So, Jonathan, you can definitely send in um, some additional comments about um, what you might want to engage us in some dialogue a little Alzheimer's. more. I Alzheimer's. I don't even remember it. <laughs> really? You don't no. remember talking about 9-11 no. <laughs> and, uh, oh, maybe pumpkin... That was the week you were sick. I'm never wrong about my politics. That's why I know I wasn't. <laughs> Unless it was the over-commercialization of 9-11, which... We, that's it, yeah. But that might we might have talked about that separately. Yeah. I wasn't Weird. here with Pumpkin, so... There Weird. was a day when you and Kaylani and Pumpkin were here and I wasn't, because I was... In well, the bathroom. Here's, here's another one. <laughs> this one's, this is from Wendy. She says, do you edit things out that make you look silly? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it seems like the hosts are not as informed as other times. I love the show, but sometimes info is wrong or bent. Oh. Ooh, well, it is our opinion. P.S. I'm drinking Kehlani's Punani right now. I made the rum last month and just tried my first one. I'm going to serve this to my family. Do Thanksgiving or Christmas love, Wendy. Mm, well, I'd like to say that maybe some of us are less informed than others because we don't get the uh, topic list until we walk through the door. Well, I was the one that sounded uninformed, apparently. Oh. But, um, but she might but not Wendy, be pointing out what Jonathan's pointing out. I, well, I think, well, maybe she, maybe she is. Oh. I, don't, I don't know, because both of those emails came in just about that oh, time that I showed 227. Oh, uh, remember 227? Oh, that was a bad show. With, with Jack A. Jack A. <laughs> I don't know. Jack A. Jack And then we have two, just two quick little tweets that I thought I'd mention. One says, thanks for the music notes, finally. Just backslap us. I have not. Uh, no, this is some feedback mm -hmm. for sure. And then the last tweet. <laughs> you can't even say it. <laughs> the citrus and the drink got to me. Aww. I'll just have to drink some more and wash it down. Hang on. I, I can't read you what it says because I can't see the laptop from here. It so. says, what is the best spiced rum for a punch recipe? Well, funny you should ask because you know what? There is no one answer. Oh. So I have chosen Kilo Kai for the drink I'm working on because I want to do the big punch bowl for the party because, again, having a self-serve drink that you can uh, mm -hmm. maintain every now and then but people can liberally imbibe is, I think, key to a good party. And punch bowls during the holidays, Halloween, Christmas, whatever, are just 
a great thing to do. I just right? like to stick my straw right in the punch bowl, too. And, and, and at our parties, people tend to not care and that's, if you, you do know, that. You know, I'm saving on recycling if it's a party that has plastic. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so, um, you know, it, it really depends. So if you are working with something that is really tart, uh, a lot of citrus, I, you probably want to find one that's more sweet. So I'd probably go with Sailor Jerry mm -hmm. or maybe Seven Tiki. If you are working with something that's already quite a bit sweet, well, I'd go with something that's more dry, like the new Bacardi Oak Heart, which I've just tried. I would not use Zaya because that one is, again, already too sweet. Mm -hmm. So really, that that's how I would choose is, what is your base ingredient? Uh, is it sweet or sour? And then you want to pick a rum that is either not also sweet or is a little more dry if you have something that's sweet. Make so it just a couple different versions, one glasses like you did, and just try them all at the same time. Th well, that's true, and yes, and so do them in single drink form, mm -hmm. build your recipe, and then you magnify that, and that's what I've done here. So we're both having a cocktail that is just slightly different, and mm -hmm. we're gonna omit blood orange bitters. Mm. Because hmm. I don't like them. Well, listeners, thank you for the feedback. Thank you, Wendy and Jonathan and whoever the two tweeters are because I never care to go look up who they are. I'm That's just, I'm, okay. I'm just lazy. Uh, so if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can send comments to mail at zentikilounge.com. You can go on Facebook and just post something there on the page. You can also tweet us. You can either find us uh, at zentikilounge or at Sunshine ZTL. Mm. Those are the two handles we have on the Twitter. Handles. 10-4. I know. I said over now. and 10-4, <laughs> <laughs> <Ten> good buddy. <laughs> uh, so uh, there you go. Now you know how to get a hold of us. I think we have plenty more to come, including, I have to go get it, our appetizer or... This is my dessert. Schmeckin of the week. Schmeckin. <laughs> we are going to have very a schmeckin of something very, very, very special. So I will go get that, and uh, well, you just uh, cleanse your palate and get ready. All right. Back by popular demand. Uh huh. We have another Jello mold. Yes, it looks like a brain. Well. We had talked about previously, you two, or you and I, are yes. the only two of the hosts that would eat this one. Yes. So I made it on a week that you're here. And, and it's a it tiny is, little jello. I know, I did just a little small one, yes. because, you know, why waste? So we have, again, inspired by the Velveteen Lounge Kitchen and Kelly over there and those fabulous nibbles that she prepares on her, her show. Her nibbles are fabulous. <laughs> even even though they are in jest, but, I, you know, <laughs> people people have been trying them. And, they are uh, in jest, but people in the 50s ate them. Now that I am over my food poisoning, which I had earlier in the week, mm. I'm ready to try lime jello mold with green olives and pimento. Now, is this something on her website or something that we you can This was a classic recipe really? that I found online. They said it was one of the more popular uh, aperitif style. So yeah. basically, something you would snack on a little bit with like a cocktail or yeah. something like that. More like, however, I will say... A martini or a gimlet mm, yes. or something like I'm that. I'm wondering if lemon jello would be better with a green olives. It might. So I we're just gonna we're gonna try this. Now apparently you would traditionally, as if you could even say traditionally with something as crazy as this, you would traditionally serve this with a little bit of cottage cheese or sour cream. Yeah. So you just get some on your plate and hope that it doesn't bounce off like one of those bouncy balls. I'm wondering why this one doesn't scare me as much as the um the, the other one. The other one? Yeah. 
The one that we did before with the lemon and the noodles and well, the... I felt this is like so special I had cheese? to leave the music on. I do. I want cottage cheese to mix with mine. I'm going to go for sour cream. Okay, sour cream. I don't think cottage um, cheese. It said pepper is Ooh, pepper. Uh, also a good choice. Did you want me to get sure, the pepper? Get the okay. Pepper. I do like pepper on my cottage cheese. You guys can listen to me stir my sour cream while he goes and fetches me pepper. Yes. Getting pepper. Here I go. I'm going to the pepper mill. <laughs> He's retarded. Fresh pepper. Sorry if that was politically incorrect. I can't put cottage cheese on it. It reminds me too much of my grandmother's jello All right, holes. here we are. Some fresh cracked. It's not. It's table I'm gonna pepper. I'm going to crack it. Crack, crack, yeah, crack, so, crack. Um, put a little bit. Of, oh, I want some too. Oh, okay. All right, well, I'm going to put some on half and then not on the other half, and then I'll be able to try it both ways. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I just have a plain olive first that popped out. We are. So, yeah, first I'm going to try the jello. Mm. The lime with the green olive. Hmm. Hmm. Sour cream on it's not bad. I think it, I kind of like it just with the jello. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird chewing that olive in the jello. It's not horrible. Well, now I gotta try it with the cottage cheese. At first it was disgusting, but I think it's growing on me. <laughs> as most of our grandmothers and mothers mm, cooking did. The sour cream with it is good, and the pepper. But I, I mean, I think I would just like lime jello with sour cream on it now. Okay, and I quite like it with the cottage cheese, and you know what? Mm. I think it would be even better with pineapple cottage cheese. Interesting. I'm wondering if lime jello would make it. Lemon better. jello, you mean? Lemon jello, yeah. Listeners, we'll do anything for you here mm -hmm. in the Zen Tiki Lounge. I think that they should come up with concoctions for us that we'll try. No meat. Okay, so there you go. We will make the next jello mold mm -hmm. with ingredients. And, and don't make them too exotic. I don't want to have to go to Guam yeah. to find anything. But um, no meat, but uh, most other things I think we would probably try. Yes. So send that into us. And if you have a family recipe that you mm -hmm. think is just uh, beautiful to look at, but uh, makes your mouth run and scream to think mm -hmm. of eating, please send us and, and we'll, we'll make it. I didn't think this one was bad at all. I know, I might even have a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, no, you, well, because I love green olives, and mm -hmm. I think that the lime jello and the green olives go good together. See, I think that some, well, there should be another flavor that would go better with them, though. But I can't think of what that flavor would be. Well, we'll have to work on yeah, it. Yeah, we'll have to do different variations of it. All right, well, hmm. we have, uh, this is kind of a reoccurring segment, and I'll ah! put on the uh, haunted house music here. Because I have a realtor in the neighborhood named Michael Myers. That was supposed to be a knife. I know. Michael Myers left another holiday tip at my door. He will stand outside your door and watch you until now, you sell this house. I don't know if the notepad showed up after 10 p.m. again like it did last time. Maybe he's a vampire. But uh, this, this holiday tip is creative ways to use pumpkin. Mm. Provided by our alleged... Realtor, uh -huh. Michael Realtor. Myers, Realtor, yes. and axe murderer. Yes, that's the alleged. Well, part. you know, you got to have two jobs in this recession. Well, you know, he says for cooking. Well, yeah. who would have thought? Well, what the fuck? Who, you cook pumpkins? Who would have thought to make food with a pumpkin? But he says it's a great source of fiber and is low in calories. So a refreshing pumpkin smoothie, whipped and chilled with chunks of milk and vanilla yogurt. But the pumpkins that you buy for jack-o'-lanterns are not the same ones no, that you, you use in food. No, you have to get a food. pie pumpkin. Yes. Yes, and so he smaller. Needs, yes. He doesn't say he that needs, here, Because though. he doesn't know. That's true, because he copied this recipe yeah, from the internet. Yeah, he's never used it before. Allegedly, Michael Myers. Yes. 
He also says you can make fruit dip or bagel spread. With pumpkins. With pumpkin. And what? Not just pumpkin. Um, let's see here. Well, with cream cheese and a pumpkin, a, a cup of pumpkin puree, blend it till smooth and add sugar and two teaspoons of pumpkin pie spice. Maybe on a bagel. I don't know if that was a fruit dip. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Let's see. To make pumpkin ice cream. I have had pumpkin ice cream. I do it like is pumpkin good. ice cream. Yep. So that, I'll give them that one. Now, what else can you do with it here? Oh, skin care. Ooh, and we should have been trying that right now. Get a good big old can of pumpkin and it's smell it It's beneficial to the skin. It's full of vitamins A, C, and E, and other trace antioxidants that haven't even been described by science yet. Wow. I know. Isn't that amazing? So amazing. Scary. <laughs> and amazing. How would he know that? that? <laughs> Michael Myers, alleged axe murderer, realtor. You know, he must have incredible, realtor. incredible skin under that mask that he wears. He, well, no, if you look at his picture here, I mean, he does look like he's... Got that good skin, even though it, the only ink it's made in is blood red. So it's like a monochrome a picture of, of the realtor. I hope he doesn't listen to this. In blood red. I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. Uh, official realtor of the Zen Tiki Lounge, uh, Michael Myers. Uh, and then to revitalize dull skin, grind up 12 almonds in a food processor into fine granules, uh-huh. add honey, olive oil, pumpkin puree, and... Prunes. Well, you always need those prunes. Now, that sounds like, honestly, something that my grandmother used to have in the morning for her moving experience. Yes, yes, I could see that. I'm, I'm not... So, Michael Myers, I don't know. I think you kind of strike out a little bit on your pumpkin tips, but uh, I feel like I have to read these because if I don't, he will kill me. Well, he didn't go the porn route, though. He could have said drill a hole in it and do it. Okay. That's a use. You, you know, he's doing uses for pumpkin. That's a use. Oh, I, 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 I get what you mean yes, now. I yes. kind of didn't. I kind of, ooh. Lots, I, lots I didn't, of I didn't, different uses. I didn't know you were going to go there. Well, yes, I did. You went there with the uh, inappropriate use of a pumpkin. Well, I always go there. And, and what the listeners don't know is we just recorded an additional five minutes to the show about... Uh, Sunshine's a fucker and forgot to so record we're gonna, it. So we're going to do the quick version of it yes. here. Uh, the Velveteen's Lounge Kitchen, their most recent episode, is about trying to f- remove guests who don't get the hint from your home. And we were talking about tips that we've used yes. here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, but we don't feel like talking about it again, so that's it. Yes. So go check out the Velveteen's Lounge Kitchen and see Kelly explain it to you in her way, and uh, we're just going to skip it. I would just like to say that if you were one of those people that outstayed you're welcome that you should practically know that there's a time limit that you should be at a party before you're overstating your welcome. Yes, and it's never more than six hours. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never more than six hours. I was going to say four. Right. Yeah. Unless you're one of those, I, I like to call them people who don't plan parties often and they're kind of maybe a little socially inept or... And they do that thing where they go, we're per- turning the barbecue on at 11 and go until as late as we oh can. Oh, my God. Or ones that you get there and say, we're going to have five- dinner at 530. And when you get there, they, ha- they-, they haven't even put on clothes yet. Like, that could be right, like a small right. informal thing. So and then- if you, yeah, if you know a lot of your friends really well and you know they're going to come over and barbecue and drink all freaking day, yeah. then great, invite those people. But it's it's a little weird when you open it up to a lot of other people. Yeah. Uh, because they they don't come prepared to be there for that long. Yeah, and it's uncomfortable, and they don't know if they're supposed to leave, and maybe they were hungry when they got there, but now they've waited four hours for you to turn on the fucking barbecue. I know. Yes. Well. Plan your parties appropriately. That's why I never I never leave it that open-ended. That's uh, why okay. I always bring booze in my so, purse. So, uh, I'm in the Halloween mood. You are. I decorated you, yesterday. You may have noticed. Well, mm-hmm. I decorated today. So. I started my Halloween costume yesterday. <laughs> I, I, I heard. Yes. And so, it's you, you've made yourself a skirt with a, no, an elastic I sewed, waistband? No, no. I sewed the dress because it's Marge Simpson. 
Mm-hmm. And so now I have to go find a wig because I don't want to buy one because they're too expensive. I'm going to make it out of poster board and cotton. I guess you could do that. Yeah. I'm going to make roll it into a tube and attach it to a baseball cap uh-huh. without the bill. And then I'm going to wrap the whole thing in batting, not cotton balls. And I'm okay. going to spray it blue. Okay. Yeah. I look forward to it. Yes. Uh, I just had a, a moment the other night where I thought that instead of being a uh, a Halloween monster, Mm -hmm. instead of being the Bride of Frankenstein, and instead of doing the cast of Star Trek, Mm -hmm. and instead of doing a couple of the other things, I was watching Pan Am, and I said, I want to be a stewardess. Yes. But I want to be a Pan Am stewardess in the 60s with that perfect, it's, it's not royal blue, it's not navy blue, it's... I don't know what blue it is, but it's a skirt suit. It's not royal blue. It's more navy. It's a skirt suit mm-hmm. with a like white uh, blouse that pops up yes. from underneath, and uh, it's got the cool little hat. And uh, I found some skirt suits online that are they're the right color, but then they have like a pattern in them, or well, they're the right color, but they're the wrong design. If you just or... buy any suit that looks like that, you can research 60s airlines, but you don't necessarily have to have the blue one. I, maybe, but I want it to, I want it to be that one because mm. the boyfriend agreed that he would do this with me if we found the right skirt yeah. suit to do Pan Am stewardesses. Yeah, and and we will not be flight attendants; we will be stewardesses. Of course, you will because it's more appropriate and, and it's we'll more. We'll smack period. you on the ass. I, I would demand yes. that I am smacked on the ass uh, many times I'm throughout call the you evening. Sugar. And that's something to think about when you're choosing your Halloween costume. Do you want to be groped and fondled? And if you do, wear a costume that suggests people do that to well, you. Well, I just think that if you're going to dress as a stewardess, that most people are going to resort to not being very um, politically correct, femi- you know, feminist view-wise. I'm with looking you. forward to yes. it. Whereas you've probably never been in the position where some old man has called you sweetie or honey or anything like that. Are you kidding? Yeah. I've been to a gay bar. Oh, uh, well, gay bars And there are, are old gay men Honey, who, who will say things like... Or hitting on you, but not yeah. necessarily a normal conversation demeaning you. Well, no. Yes, whereas no. I don't think it happens so much now, but I've had a couple circumstances where I'm sure what it was like in that time frame of being constantly demeaned by nasty men. And you don't find it hot? Not when it's an <laughs> old man. In a bar, it doesn't bother me. And most of the time, you know, people call me honey and sweetie don't bother me. But some there's been a few times where... They used. They were using it to demean me. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. I I, I don't think anyone should be demeaned mm-hmm. unless they're a close personal friend and yeah, you're, then and it's fooling around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they deserve it. That's right. But so that you know, I, that's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to Halloween. I busted out the Halloween candles mm-hmm. and some orange lighting and some wall sconces, and uh, I you know, it just basically I just start busting stuff out now until the actual evening of Halloween, and then I finally lay off. But yes. Uh, I just, I love it so much. I like, I like working on a punch recipe every year. I like inviting people over. I like the costumes. I like the, the dark, uh, morbid type mood and music. Mm -hmm. And I spend more time putting together my Halloween party soundtrack than I do anything else because there are a lot of great, great songs out there that help you set a Halloween mood, but you may not have, you know, thought about it. Yes. And there, there's stuff by Smashing Pumpkins and The Doors and just, it, you know, cross, crosses all kind of ranges there between uh, rock, alternative, jazz, uh, exotica even. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the Halloween music. We know. Okay. Well, I, I, I just, I just kind of, I, I just have too. to get it out. Uh, listeners who've been listening for the last couple of weeks anyway will probably recall that I said that you can now go to Skype and search for Sunshine Tiki and leave a voicemail. Yeah. And, uh, well, a couple of listeners have done that. Suspicious. 
And unfortunately, um, there is an issue with Skype right now, and all day I was not able to actually um, catch the sound file so that I could play it for the show. Oh. Uh, I would It would play kind of half of it and then stop. And uh, Were they asking why I was so wonderful? Well, I could hardly tell what they were saying at oh. all. So there's so I, I already uninstalled it and put it back and tried that, and that didn't work. I tried doing it from my phone, too, because I have the mobile version, yeah. and that didn't work. It just didn't do anything. So I will I will figure it out, okay. or my in-house genius will figure it yes, out. Yes, who's not here right now. So and and he will figure out why I couldn't get to the voicemails because I, I don't know what to do. But, you know, you can still go leave a message. They're still there. I just can't play them yet. And you can leave those. Uh, look for Sunshine uh, Tiki on Skype and leave me a voicemail. Well, maybe there'll be like 40 next time. We'll just do a whole show of answering. Uh... Who will be 40? 40. You don't oh, 40 check messages. Them, so 40 I'm like, messages. I won't be 40. We'll figure it out before that. Well, yes. You have so much time before you turn 40. Well, I do have a lot of time. A lot of time <laughs> before I turn 40. So there's a new app. Speaking of apps, a new app for the uh, iPhone. And uh, I think it could come in kind of handy, but it's very controversial. Oh, it is. Yes. Uh, this app, um, it is a set of 20 yes or no questions that a parent can answer about his or her child yes. to determine whether or not the child is gay. Oh, can we see if I'm gay? Yes, okay. here we can. So I happen to have the 20 questions okay. right here because I, actually, I was like, this is appropriate research. Yes. I have to do this. So, and I'll change this to she for you. Thank you, thank uh, you. Because this was the one for is your son gay. Does she like to dress up nicely does she pay close attention to her outfits and brand names? And for you, no to I think brand it's names, kinda... but yes to I like clothes. Mm. But okay. that's not you know girls are supposed to. Does she like football? I do like football. <laughs> okay. Uh, before she was born, did you wish she was a boy? Oh, good lord! That's a question. Yes, that's why I'm saying that it's getting a lot of of of. A flack about some yeah, of the stereotypes whatever. of the questions. No, I thought the little or senator the unscientific was, questions. I was, I swore that the little senator was a girl. We could answer this from the little senator's point of view. Let's see okay. if the little senator's gay. All right. Um, has he ever gotten into or participated in a fight? Mm, no. Does he read sports magazines? Well, he's eight, but no. <laughs> Does he have a best friend? I think so. You think, but you don't know. I don't know. Does he like team sports? How many of these are they going to ask? Does he like Turkish prisons? Uh, yeah, he likes team sports. I love this one about, about your son. Is he prudish or modest? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is he naked at all times? Yes. Does he like diva singers? Yes. <laughs> he likes the gaga. Does he spend a long time in the bathroom? No. Does he have a tongue or nose or ear piercing? Uh, not, <laughs> not yet. He's a little young for that. Yeah. Does he spend time getting ready before being seen in public? Mm, yeah, he likes to pick out his outfits. Okay. Yeah. Have you asked yourself questions about your son's sexual orientation? I have prayed since I got pregnant that that kid was gay. <laughs> and he is not. Oh, it's just too bad. Yeah. Are you divorced? No. No. Does he like musical comedies? No, I've tried to <laughs> get him. You're so bad. No. Has he introduced you to a girlfriend ever? He's eight. He's too young. I know, <laughs> but you wanted to do it for your son. Is the father of your child very strict or authoritarian with his son? Oh, he'd like to be, whatever. Yeah, he's not, yeah, no. No. In your family, is the father absent? 
No. <laughs> uh, was he shy as a child? No. <laughs> Is he close to his father? Yeah, I'd say they're the same person. Okay. So if you answered yes... To seven or more, your child may be gay. If you answered no to ten or more, your child is most likely not gay. If you answered yes to twelve or more, uh-huh. you should probably seek counseling. Seek Family counseling. counseling. What for? It didn't say to make them not gay or gay, but seek counseling. And this is the the quick version. So mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of other stuff in the app that. I can't read. So people are saying that this is hate speech and it spreads stereotypes, mm-hmm. you know, asking, for example, like, do they like show tunes? Because, um, <laughs> of course, I'm 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 thinking as if I were my mother and she had uh, answered these oh 20 my God, questions like 10 years ago, over that. she would have been like, yes. Do you like show tunes? Yeah. Um, I don't actually. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I get kind of caught on some show tunes. Like, I love Chitty Chitty Bang Bang for well, some reason. Well, you just like the name. But you don't like football. That's true. Mm-hmm. You don't. I don't you like play football. team sports. You never played sports. Uh, I tried volleyball and I tried t-ball, and that doesn't count. Hmm. I don't like football. I don't read about sports. I, th- you know, the only thing I read about sports is when it's uh, sciency yeah. and it's about the observed effects of steroids on sports. They had that show, like the that. science of sports, and I don't like on Spike or something. Did you ever see that in the last year? No, it was really interesting. See, I find that interesting, but yeah. that's because it's science. Yeah. I don't find um, sports interesting. So I feel the same way kind of about organized religion as I do organized sports. Yeah. Organized religion, I believe, is a, um, disease, a disease of the mind. And I believe that sports aren't a disease, but sports are a distraction from the real evils of our world. Like a tiki bar. Yes, but <laughs> but yes, and I see how it is necessary for people to engage in sports mm-hmm. or spend a lot of time in a tiki bar to get away from the evils of the world. Sure. So I, I get it. I just don't care for it. I love football but and the Olympics. You know, the Olympics are okay, especially the one with the shirtless men diving into uh, pools. See, I will watch the Olympics 24 hours a day for the two weeks that they're on. Well, that's just too much. Yeah. Well, it's coming. I know it is. I mean, it's still a year away, but yeah. it's coming. It's close enough. It's coming. So um, So I might be a lesbian from those pictures, from those questions you might be yeah yeah well we'll have to look more into that later okay. i think um this next weekend when we are when we're out uh, on the uh, cruise with, with some uh, friends we can ask those with questions boobs too. and her um and uh for lackey for her her birthday and yeah. such yeah we'll have to ask her some of these questions and some other folks on the boat there's actually two people that i think are going to be on the boat that i really would like to ask some of these questions of <laughs> and um well, I just wonder what he or she would say. You should just pass out a survey and we can take the answers back. <laughs> Please answer anonymously yes. and put it, fold it once and hand it back and to we'll, me. Yeah. Uh, that, that could maybe be fun. Uh, okay. Uh, what else we got going on here? Well, you, I think people have heard me talk about going primitive uh-huh. because uh, it is uh, it is the event coming up in October, which is just you know around the corner because we're here at the end of September. Is now. it the weekend that we're in Vegas? Could we it drive through? It is the weekend. It is the weekend that we are in Vegas, Newbury Springs. So we're going to be in Vegas while uh, there are a lot of folks out in Newbury Springs going primitive, and mm-hmm. this is the sister event to Tiki Caliente. I got to say this about going primitive. They have put together Crazy Al, for example, uh, has put together what I think are some of the best uh, trinkets. And 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 what um, are those? Well, the those are 
um, the heads of Dr. Unlivingston. Oh, lovely. Yes, done by Tiki Al. And I uh-huh. just, I think they're wonderful. And so that's why I thought I was going to click Are they Christmas ornaments? No, they're like shrunk, shrunken heads. That's uh-huh. why they're hanging. But they could be Christmas ornaments. And um, there's only 25 made for the entire event. You should so give me a couple one for hundred Christmas. people going. Here's another, here's another shot of them under the pith helmet. And yes. I kind of like that. I know the listeners can't see this, but if you go to Go and Primitive on Facebook, you can see them all. And I just think that as an event, the mug and the stuff that has been made by mm-hmm. artists for the Going Primitive event is some of the best I've ever seen all put together at one event it before. It is quite nice. It's too bad we're not going. But we'll I be know. At, we'll be I at know. Caliente. And these, they look so nice hanging there on a, on a string will as we if not they be are at Caliente? shrunken heads. Uh, we will be at Caliente. Okay. Yes. So if you haven't already, go on Facebook and go to Going Primitive. That's like Going Apostrophe Primitive. And you can find out there how to get one of the very last tickets available. And you can go to that event. It is the 14th, 15th, and 16th of October. And unfortunately, those of us in the Zen Tiki Lounge, well, we're going to be in Las Vegas. Yes, that's okay. We're going to try and go to Frankie's Tiki Room, yes. though. I'd, no promises whether or not we're going to make it, but we did have a few listeners that said well, we that did. they would meet us there oh. if, if we made well, it. What at, listeners you know. are those? Uh, well, there we have about uh, six regular listeners that I know of that live in Las mm-hmm. Vegas. I be, you know, I'm sure there are more, but at least six that have either corresponded by mm-hmm. email or Facebook or something like that. We before. do have a designated driver at all times in we Vegas, do. which is nice. And according to the download map, there are upwards of 100 people that live in Las well, Vegas. Well, that place is too small so, for all those people. Well, I, <laughs> that's kind of true. So, and, and well, and I mean, let's just say it. I don't know if we have the kind of pull that they're all going to show yeah, up for. Yeah, that's true. Although it is Frankie's might have the pull. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. They have their own swizzle. Yes. And coasters. Oh, sorry. Mugs. It's an establishment. <laughs> Someday. They kind of have to. It's a bar. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the, the garage band this week, but it's mm-hmm. cut off on us twice now. Yeah. Can I have some more of the Jello, please? You can have some more of the Jello. <laughs> I want to eat it, actually. So, what's on your post-it? Oh, my post-it, I wanted to tell you that the inventor of Doritos died. No! His name was Arch West. He was 97 years old. When he invented Doritos or no, when he died? Today. Well, he died yesterday, I think. <laughs> he, he invented Doritos in the 60s. Really? They've been around that yes. long. And, um, Can you pass the cottage cheese He now? is going to be buried with Doritos. <laughs> no. Yes. Come on. No, That's awesome. No, relatives said they were going to be throwing chips on his grave. Well, you know, I've often said that at my funeral, I want people to eat uh, nachos loudly. So I thought that was pretty cool. In the 60s, he went to a Mexican food place in San Diego and had tortilla chips and then thought this would be really good with some fake cheese on it, I suppose, or something. But he made the formula for the fake cheese. Wow. So that's what the... So Mm -hmm. you think he had anything to do with Cool Ranch or was that uh, Frito-Lay or whatever afterwards? Cool Ranch is the best flavor ever. But that uh, was also on my post-it note because do you know what they call Cool Ranch in Iceland and Europe? No. Cool American. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they call it Cool American. Yes. Because the ranch doesn't translate, I guess. Well, we're I mean, they don't have ranches in Europe. They have them in Mexico, right? Because there's cowboys. Mm-hmm. They would, but they, yeah, I would see that that would not translate. That's true. You 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 don't often go to Switzerland to go to a dude ranch. Yes. So I could see how people would be thrown mm. off by what the fuck is ranch. Well, yeah, I. I just, I don't know what to say. What's his name again? Arch West. Arch West. So, you know, if aliens ever ask what Americans taste like, we can give them the chips. We can give them Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, and be like, this is what Do you have any trivia like. about any other flavors of Dorito? I don't. It was just the cool, people had posted that Cool Ranch was Cool American. So I used to dip Cool Ranch Doritos in applesauce. Oh, that is disgusting. No, well, we just ate 
lime jello with green olives. And, and that was disgusting. Cream. It tasted good. But, I, you know, Doritos are one of the things that I cannot p- bring in my house. Why? Because I will eat a whole bag oh, of them. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, I totally agree. No. And you know what? And I never buy them for parties either because um, it creates grazers mm-hmm. who just who stand around the snack table all night. Is and, there like crack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you no, just I don't can't. need that. Same thing with Cheetos, especially Flamin' Hot. yes. What else? What other? Che- oh, I like the buffalo flavored pretzels from Hanover. Have you ever had those? I have never had those. Those the whole bag of those is like three thousand calories, but I will eat a whole bag, so I can't even have those in the house either. Well, I've been doing the same with pints of Ben and Jerry's lately, and so I vowed I'm never going to buy one again Did unless you? I find sweaty balls. I've been looking for sweaty balls, especially no. since the uh, Association of what is it, the One Million Moms, but their American Family Association or something like oh, that. Oh God! Has They're, said that they the, said it's terrible. Yeah, said that the uh, name is um, should be banned because it is teaching children dirty jokes or whatever the hell it's teaching them. But it just makes me want to eat the sweaty balls more. <laughs> Say that again. I just want to eat those sweaty balls more. I just want to have some sweaty balls. But this is the well, same. Well, I mean, I've had. I've had sweaty balls many, many times. But not but the I rum have, flavored But not ones. the ice cream. Yeah. Yes, the rum flavored salty ice cream. Yum, yum, yum. I want it too. I, the senator and I researched it this weekend and there's mm-hmm. still a Ben and Jerry's at um, the district in Irvine. Well, so that's a hop, skip, and a throw away for us to go for balls. Yes. All on Before the boat thing, it might be okay, though. Oh, I think that's a great idea. Yes. So before we go see uh, Big Boobs and celebrate her happy birthday on the boat in We're going to get some Harvard, balls. We're going to go get some sweaty yeah. balls. And this is the same group that two years ago was upset that Ben and Jerry's had the hubby hubby ice cream to celebrate gay marriage. Really? They protested. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Because they hate everything yeah. that doesn't say, Jesus, Jesus, kill everyone different. Yes. Right. Yeah. So okay. this yeah. group has a. I know that was a terrible phrase. Jesus, no, that's Jesus, okay. Kill everyone in this so hopefully everyone. Ben and Jerry's makes us an annual thing where they offend them every year. So I'm wondering what they will. Um, apparently, they already have a, a, a name of an ice cream called Cluster Fluff. <laughs> and they're going to say that's too much like Cluster Fluff. So actually, the senator and I were saying that they should have like um, Cincinnati Bowtie or the Chicago Steamer <laughs> or, or the senator. The one that I've told a couple of people about, and no one's quite figured it out yet, yes. is um, the Gemini chocolate sofa. Yes, yes. Or um, the senator's favorite chili doggin. <laughs> so hopefully, Ben and Jerry, those are four flavors we've just given you. Cincinnati bow tie. Yes. What, or what the about Tony Danza? <laughs> what is it? Uh, what's the Moroccan one? Moroccan one. Yeah, it's the Moroccan. What's another M word? It's a it's a thing you can do to the body with an M, and then it's Moroccan. Um, but I don't, I can't remember. Mushroom something? No, no. And then, well, and then what's the, oh, Dirty Sanchez. Dirty Sanchez. Oh, that could be a flavor. It could be. Yeah. It could be like chocolate with uh, chili spice in it. Chocolate with chili spice and, and, uh, dark chocolate swirls. Oh, churros. Put with, churros in there. With corn. Oh, no. Or a peanut. Put corn some churros peanuts. in there. Corn and peanuts. Chocolate covered peanuts. <laughs> so it looks like poopies. Well, you heard it here first in the Zantigi Lounge. We've just invented Dirty Sanchez, the ice cream flavor. If they come out with it next year, we're suing because we know that they listen. Dirty Sanchez. We totally know that Ben and Jerry are listening. And Ben Ben and Jerry sold out. It's now owned by whatever ice cream company. Whatever. I don't even know if they have a controlling interest or a stake in the the company anymore. They, they, yeah, they, they sold out. Interesting. Well, I'm uh, so sure they made a lot of money. Well, they did. Now, they did That's make okay. the company pledge to continue to Name things be balls. as green as possible and to use as many organic ingredients as mm-hmm. possible and such because that was part of the brand and the model. And so they continue to do that. But Ben and Jerry, not so involved Well, they anymore. probably wanted to retire. That's okay. 
Oh, this um, Jello is making. Yeah, don't a little, eat it anymore. Good lord. Little gassy. Yeah, great. Ooh, ooh, ah. <laughs> well, it also could be the drink, the drink and the Jello and the cottage cheese, and that's an, it's kind of an explosive combination. Nice. I gotta get out of here. Mm. No, you're gonna be fine because, well, is that everything on your post-it? By the that way, that was everything on my post-it. Okay. Well, let me finish chewing my ice. That's beautiful. I'll have another post-it next week. Well, we, we will look forward to you having another We can talk next about week. the senator's obsession of Comet Ilian or Comet Ilian Gonzalez next week. Ilian Gonzalez. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. Because um, you know it's it's no longer a threat, right? Well, it but he's claiming that the comet was never the threat. It's what's behind the comet. What's behind the comet? Some kind of roving planet named Naburi or something. I don't know. Some crack. Has he been going to the Scientology place? I don't know. He's obsessed. Isn't but it Zeus, the fact Zuthru or Zulu, whatever, I don't know. The gatekeeper, yeah. the whatever it is. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Zod. Zod. From uh, Superman 2. Zool. No, I was thinking Zod from but Superman But it was Zool too. from uh, Ghostbusters, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Yes, Comet Elian Gonzalez is broken up. <laughs> Right, it's, yeah. it passed through a solar yeah. flare, it broke up into lots of pieces, uh, it is no longer any threat of any kind, and uh, so really, but there's something hiding behind yes, it. Yes, there was something hiding behind it, so we'll have to see how uh, it goes in the next couple so days. So how come when I went on NASA and JPL and all these websites, they say, oh, you know, it's broken up, but even if it hadn't broken NASA up, it was, still, it. it was still no threat. It's hiding it because right now the president is going beneath Denver airport to hide with the rest of the politicians in the world, and all the rest of us are going to die. Is that why? Is that why the president is secretly here on the West Coast? But he's going. Because yes. He's, yes. Really. Yes. And there's actually a NASA or some kind of conference in Denver today and tomorrow when the earthquake was supposed to happen because of the comet, which is now not happening. But. But but what's behind it though? I don't understand. Some kind of dwarf, brown dwarf, or something. I don't know. A brown dwarf. Yeah. But those don't travel like a comet. I know they don't. <laughs> is it like a? Is it like a? A, a like a a butthole, a black hole. I like think that I mean, is a butthole. You suck can't detect it. In. <laughs> well, gonna... I made the comment that since the, the comet has broken up, shouldn't you not be able to see this? Right. Yeah, but I would I'd, think my questions were just poo pooed. Well, you know, I I just don't I just don't believe in it. I went to all the science websites mm -hmm. after your husband was all freaky about it, and and I basically found all the science websites were pretty much unanimous in saying, well, yes, there was a comet, it broke up, and. Um, it is nothing more than a public that has been dumbed down by its government, by failed educational systems, people, but you know, so that people are no longer able to question yeah. the validity of something crazy. People like conspiracy theories, and that's what it's about. They I, like conspiracy. I mean, it's good talking a bar too. Yeah. I mean, you're drinking yeah. and you're talking about you're talking about the the, the brown butthole hiding behind the comet. Yeah, that's gonna, and you know, I mean, the whole comet gonna, thing leads to the Denver airport and its design, and people getting all up in arms about that. So. You know, Joe, the senator's just Well, did Mulder. they say why they're holding the NASA thing in, in Denver? Because the end of the world is coming. But NASA's in Texas. Well, I don't know why. Maybe they wanted to get the hell out of Texas. It's hot there, isn't it? Well, it is, and there's always fires now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm not... you know, that leads to why they closed the space program and, you know, whatever. I'm not worried about And the then the comet. Illuminati and the Freemasons get, get involved in the mix and... The Illuminati, really? The Freemasons and shit, yeah, because they built the Denver airport, and then they're going to release some kind of gas onto the world to kill everyone, and only the people beneath the Denver airport are going to survive, and they're going to make a new world order. Really? Mm-hmm. 
And your husband, he read all this? He did read all of it. Now, he doesn't believe all that shit. He just was spooked out by the comet. But he doesn't, the, the um, Denver Airport shit is uh, kind of interesting. You should read about it. About the Denver Airport? I mean, it's totally not true, but all the conspiracies are totally cool. Oh, well, it yeah. sounds like a TV movie of the week yeah. with uh, Meredith Baxter, Bernie, and... Um, it sounds like a new Da Vinci Code story. I think we need Dan Brown to write another book so Tom Hanks can star in it. I'm done with Tom Hanks. You're down or done? Done. Why? What'd he do? Um, well, I, he, I just don't care for him. I think maybe another actor they could use would be, oh, how about Gerard Depardieu? He's older than Tom <laughs> I Hanks. Know, I don't But Tom know. Hanks has already been in the other two movies. Gerard Grey Poupon or whatever He's too, his name is. He was is. too old to begin with to be in the movies. No, I was actually, no, I was thinking of somebody hot and I just, I don't know <laughs> well, who. Gerard no, Depardieu. I know, I know. That was just, I, but I mean, I was trying to think of somebody hot and that should play this role so that they can do a multiple, you know, mm. many movies and, and we'll, we'll come back because each movie he'll take off more. Yeah. Or something I can think like of somebody I think is hot right now that would. I yeah. Know. I don't know. Hmm. Well, the jello was delicious and it we're was. at the end of the show. Oh, well, nice. So, um, we're gonna, we're gonna play just, um, uh, one more song here at, uh, at the, at the end of the show. The end is nigh. It could be more nigh than we want to admit. Yes. In fact, in fact, what day is the world supposed to end? Well, tomorrow. Oh, so I will definitely not have this edited and posted yeah, before that time. So if you are hearing this podcast, you can look up in the sky and fear not. Or possibly he said mid-October or mid-November. So you well, just that's gotta, bullshit. I know. You, you just got to keep the fear going, people. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's just like my favorite my favorite uh, TV evangelist, whatever, mm-hmm. who told everybody that it was the end of the world mm-hmm. and the rapture was coming. And, uh, and then he died, right? No, he's not dead. Oh, he's I, not dead? I feel bad for him. It's like... He should probably die. He's like 98, though. Well, who cares? I I mean, you you scare all these people into giving you millions of dollars. You put Mm -hmm. up billboards that scare other people or make people hate religion more than they already do. Uh And then you have the decency, well, the indecency not to die after you're wrong. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think he should. I think that he said that it would happen. Special pudding. That it was May, right? That was supposed to happen. He said, oh, no, God just came by and looked. Right. But then he said, yeah, it's not going to be May 13th. It's going to be October 13th or whatever. Maybe that'll coincide with the big brown butthole dwarf (laughs) thing. (gasps) That's it. Yes, they're all coinciding. It's it's really the rapture. And Jesus has disguised the rapture as a giant butthole from space. We better get to the Denver airport right now. And do you think the butthole is going to swallow us or fart us out? I I think it's going to be like um, Omnicron in the Transformers where he's the eater of (laughs) plants. I remember that. <laughs> oh. Orson Welles, as it was his voice. Oh. Or the Silver Surfer is going to come down and get us. But All right. Okay. Well, um, here here's another song chosen at random because I just don't care to look it up right now. And thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge for what is sure to go down in history as another one of our greatest podcasts. I'm sure. Uh, the Lime Jello and all. And uh, we'll be back next time with sure, uh, sure. hopefully more of your... Uh, questions and some answers from us and uh, remember don't let an app on your phone tell you whether or not your child is gay <laughs> and because this drink hit me harder than i thought it would <laughs> until next time mahalo mahalo, mahalo.